Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. Today, we are speaking with Laura Brennan Ballett. Laura is a mind-body development instructor and the author of The Science of Empowerment and is here to help us reset how we relate to our thoughts and the effect of thinking has on the human condition. Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, Enrique. Thank you so much. I'm honored to spend this time with you. I'm excited. I am excited as well. And folks, we will be speaking about the science of empowerment. Her recent book, you can see there, if you're watching via video behind her. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you again for the opportunity. I've got a, a quite a unique story, um, how this book came to be. And it has a lot to do with my brother, uh, Chris. He is a former USA Olympic gymnastics coach. So he's been working mindset material for decades. And that almost is um, an honor to our parents because growing up, they really instilled in us this ability to think for ourselves. Be aware of what's going on around you, but learn to really have your own mindset about how you move through life. So I grew up dancing, started at two years old. And um, that actually gave me this ability to think about mind, body, and consciousness connectivity and how it all really um, kind of interacts with one another, how we think, how we feel, how we move, how we carry our body. It all is this outward display for people to observe. And then that's how we create these interactions. So I've always been into empowerment, um, into self-awareness, and into really a global elevation and how each one of us has a direct causation on how we feel. Because we're one, right? We're really one, one globe, one family. So it's always been important to me. Amazing. And just to hear about your background, your parents, your brother, so glad that he got into this through his sports, yeah. through his athletic uh, abilities and his adventures uh, in that. And kudos to him for the Olympics, right? That's not a small feat. Uh, yeah. it, it is wonderful that he did that. And he created this Jekyll principle, right? Like the, yes. this, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I love this. So all of a sudden one day, we started talking about it. Uh, my brother has a neuromuscular training facility here on the East Coast, and there's high-end athletes that come in, and then there's everyday people like myself, and we train there. We have kids from six and seven all the way up to in their 70s come in. The really unique aspect about this is we are able to now develop mind, not just coming in and physically developing the muscle. We create uh, the fluidity of, again, mind, body, consciousness, connectivity. So when you come in to train, we work mindset. And that's where the Jekyll principles really came into um, the exposure. And he has this banner at the facility that he picked these words all around Jekyll. And from that, 
he really refined it into these five empowering principles and then the awareness to the quantum fields of negative and positive energy. And what I always tell everyone, if you're not into the nerd neuroscience aspect of life, it's okay. Modern sciences are now really bringing the element of knowledge, ancient and modern, and the awareness as to how we can create our mind to move into a different frequency, a different vibration to really evolve as an individual and together. So the Jekyll principles are so simple. They're applicable, as I said, to six-year-olds all the way up, whether you're corporate leadership, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, whether you're in church, a facility. I have police officers, school principals. It moves through every aspect of life. You apply the principles, you choose the power seat of energy, and you begin to actually empower the interaction that you have with other people. I love that. You mentioned uh, ancient and new. Yeah. I'm a, a lover of ancient Egypt. Yes, <laughs> me too. That, they, that yes. they that they were able to do with the time they were living in is just astounding. Uh, you mentioned the the principles on the Jekyll side. You mentioned negativity and positivity. You speak about in your book negative, positive, and neutral. So yeah. tell us how you incorporate that into those elements. Yeah, this is what I love about the formula and the way it's been structured. And a side note that when my brother created this formula, I started looking at it as how can everyday people apply it? Not just athletes or leadership that's already primed for this style of mindset, but how can everyday people, how can I elevate like the moms and dads and kids and the dynamics of raising kids in this day and age. How can I really up level everything I do? What we realized is in the quantum field of energy, negative and positive ions, elements, atoms, we all kind of understand that. But what I felt we were missing, which is the brilliance of why Chris added in neutrality, is we all need this resting ridge, right? We need a place to just catch our breath, take a step back, because most of us are not skilled at this moment to move from negative to positive in the snap of a finger. We need a moment, sometimes a week or a month, to learn how to apply new knowledge. How do we become skilled in new education and new information? So it really does begin to have positive effect on our daily life. So I love that neutral was placed in there. And as you can see on the cover of the book, negative, positive, neutral, which one are you? This is what I also love. When you take the principles and then you understand through these principles, which we'll go over in a moment, that you are in the power seat of which energy construct do you choose? This is what either empowers or disempowers all your interactions. I love that. And as a meteorologist and oceanographer that I am, oh, you did not know that. <laughs> I did not. That's so cool. I can envision a wave and, you know, in troughs and ridges, you have a neutral point. 
we call them maxims and 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 lows but at that point there is no activity there's just you're at rest and then you go on whether you're going down to the trough or you're going up to the ridge so it's amazing that you have incorporated that piece and it is vital uh, to the complete equation and talking about the equation we've talked about the elements we talked about uh, these uh, negative and positive and neutrals but what is this equation that you guys have come up with and how does that come into play with empowerment uh, that empowerment is something we all want to get to but we fail to see that there are elements that you have to ingest in the journey to getting empowered yeah, and I love that. That's such a beautiful way that you just expressed that. You know, the the Jekyll formula really was the impetus and the spark that created me to spend five years writing this book. Even though on the upfront, I probably just released about 25,000 words like immediately. But then the care and the consideration of taking what I feel is my brother's brilliance, which we all have, this genius inside of us and what he tapped into, I really wanted to honor it through a science of empowerment. So when you take these five principles and they are awareness, willingness, accountability, critical thinking, energy, when you are in any given situation, even on your, just all by yourself, something's going on, certainly when you're interacting with another and you move through those five principles and you ask yourself, where is my awareness? Go with that instinct answer. What am I willing to do about it, right? Third principle, accountability. Where is my accountability in this thought process, in this pattern, this interaction? Fourth principle, critical thinking. This is where at the moment we suspend all the emotionality, the self-induced chaos and drama, the negative patterns, the stories that we tell ourselves. And we now move into positive intelligence. Let's think from an elevated platform so that we can move through to energy. Fifth principle of the J3 equals A. Energy, it's my favorite because energy is in everything. And we can find negative, positive, and neutral components to this planet, to the interaction, the vibration, the frequency, whether we're in science, we're in ocean, it doesn't matter. So now you get to ask yourself, what am I aware of? What am I willing to do about it? Where is my accountability? How do I take the emotionality out of it? Think with positive intelligence and what power seat of energy matrix do I want to now express from? And most of us do not want to express from a negative platform. Now we get to go neutral. Now we get to calm it and soften the resistance to the pattern, to the behavior, to the habit. And now we begin to move into positivity, which equals empowerment. When you apply the principles, you apply neutral to positive, you begin to calculate and to create an empowered life. And it works all the time. You mentioned apply. And yeah. in several instances there, apply, apply. The onus is on us. Yes. Right? The onus is on us. The elements are there. 
they were created beyond us. We just kind of named them as we evolved in our humanistic life. We've added these names, but those elements have always been there and they are there to help us. Now in your book, you start off with individuality and I could see why, but tell us why you did that. Yeah. And it's, it, I love this because people think it is based on an individual sense of self, but it really isn't. It is understanding the ownership of my individuality and how may I then apply it into humanness, into the human condition, into, again, that frequency within the global community. So I, as an individual, own my accountability and how I present myself and how I move through each experience. And this really does come down to the authenticity of who we are as a human being and who do we choose to become as an individual, understanding that the awareness to what I choose and how I choose to move through my individual experience has absolute direct effect on everyone else. So individuality is not in the egoic sense. It is truly written within the science of empowerment to bring this awakening to it's important that I own who I am, but I find a way to express it that will create a positive, caring and compassionate exchange with other people. Very powerful. Now, owning requires some thought <laughs> yep. because you have to be clear on how it is that you're executing these thoughts. So what's so important about the power behind the thoughts? Yeah, I love this. Even this chapter, I really do believe and science can back this up. We have plenty of data that there's between 68 and 83,000 words and thoughts a minute that are going through our mind. And we really only hear or attach ourselves. I think it's like, you know, under 10,000 a day, depending on what we do within our day, meaning um, the structure, the fluidity of thought thinking is on automatic. We never understand that how we are thinking about individual thoughts actually is creating patterns in the mind, patterns in our cellular network system within our biology, and then we bring it again out into the world. How I think and how I present those thoughts actually has causation. So if I become aware of how I think as an individual, I now empower myself and you and the listening audience to start to create and collaborate, become co-active in what we're doing on a global level. And that was really important to me to add this element into the science of empowerment. Thinking has power because how we think creates a pattern. And then that pattern creates a behavior and then that behavior creates a habit. And now if we look at the J3 equals E, what is that habit? Where's our awareness to the habit? What are we willing to do about the habit? Where's our accountability to the habit? 
right? Are we emotionally moving through this habit or do we have positive intelligence, i.e. critical thinking and energy in the habit? Is it negative, positive, or neutral? Most of our habits are negative, most. So now we get to begin to think differently. Use thought as a power tool to create an empowered life, thus an empowered global family. Thinking is just one of those things that <laughs> it truly can differentiate between one result over the other. And there are a lot of people that want results, but we fail because we can't get deep enough into the process. A lot of it is superficial. So why is deeper path so important? Yeah. So this is another chapter in the book. So I look at deeper paths as truly going deeper. And I mean that energetically. It can also mean higher, higher planes, deeper planes. For me, they're interchangeable. And when you brought up Egypt, right? We go in, whether you study the Bible or the Quran, or you go into the Kabbalion, or we look at the ancient schools in Egypt, education has a depth to it, a purpose, a meaning to it. Don't shortchange your life's experience and stay on that superficial level. How do I look? What can I get? What's in it for me? More, bigger, better. Now, there's nothing wrong with the luxury of life and all of the beauty that we can tap into. It's important and we need that, but not at the expense of missing the depth of why we are here. I truly believe, um, and, I, and I write about this in the science of empowerment, that it is coded within our DNA, not junk material, just untapped connectivity to the genius and the beauty and the brilliance in each human being. So when we allow ourselves to release some of the superficiality and go a bit deeper, educate a little more, listen a little more, go outside of our comfort zone, challenge ourselves. Now we enable ourselves, we activate that tapping and tuning into that brilliance. Then we become more and fuller in our humanness. And again, I'm bringing it always around to when I experience that happiness and that authenticity, because I have chose to go deeper in my human experience, now I get to bring that elevated experience to you. And then I spark something in your own awareness. I don't have that power over you, but I get to share the energy. You feel it and that gets you excited about going deeper into your path of empowerment. Amazing. And I know going deeper requires a lot of attention to mm -hmm. detail, a lot of attention to yourself, your surrounding and all the things that will involve you in your book. You talk about quality requiring mm -hmm. attention in a world that has short attention span. What can yeah. we do to get to quality in our lives? Again, this is where the J3 equals E comes in so beautifully. I just worked the formula with my 19-year-old the other day. Brilliant young woman, spiritual, deep, straight A's at university. But I wanted her to make her bed every day before she leaves. It's not about making the bed. It's okay. However, it is. The quality 
to discipline, the quality to awareness, right? When you make your bed, it sets the tone for the day. When you take a moment to wash your face, brush your teeth, put something nice on, right? Get into a clean car, have your, your briefcase or your daily routine all set and structured. How you walk through your home and out into the world requires attention. And that quality to that attention begins to up-level and up-build right? And evolve how we look at our daily experiences. If we're laxed, if we're a bit lazy, and again, this doesn't mean don't have lazy days and don't just relax. We're talking in the context of when you place quality and attention, that equals another level of empowerment. You begin to almost rewire the structure of your brain through that thinking, through that quality. And for me, I place quality everywhere I go because I, I place my attention. So when we were talking about making the bed and she was like, mama, it's not a big deal. So I said, okay, what is the awareness, <laughs> right? What's your willingness? Where are you accountable to the family keeping a cohesive flow if everybody had that attitude in the house, the house would become a bit disheveled, correct? Your space actually spills out to our space. Now you can use this on, it just happened to be about the bed. And then we turned into getting that emotionality out of it. That reaction, think positive. How does making your bed set the rest of your day? Energy, are you being negative, positive, or neutral? And within 15 minutes, she came back up to me, bed made, said I was reacting emotionally, negative, I'm neutral, bed is made, I'm going after, you know, off to school, have a beautiful day. It literally can happen that quickly. Every interaction, when you apply this formula and you begin to live it yourself, the quality of the formula and the attention that it garners from you begins to empower your life. Well, as a Navy man, I'm so happy that Admiral McRaven's message uh, has spilled over into I love him. Of life. <laughs> Thank you for honoring and giving a shout out to him. That's exactly, I've played that for my kids more than once. There's importance to it, which I love that decorative, beautiful um, outpouring that he can show, but he brings it to the simplicity of making your bed. And as human beings, we all know what that means. This is what I love about those messages. And again, this is the beauty of the formula. Very simple. The cornerstones within the five principles, your choice of energy. How do you want to express yourself, your beauty, your brilliance out into the world? Well, I love how you displayed that scenario and how those elements were applied to the situation of a simple making your bed. We subscribe to that here at the house. So uh, we are kindred in that spirit and that element of making sure that quality is in everything we do. Folks, if you've been listening and you're looking at me right now. I have a copy of that book. You need to get a copy of that book. Tell us how they can get a hold of you, a hold of your book, 
where would you like for them uh, to go and get information? Yeah, wonderful. And again, thank you, Enrique, for everything you do, uh, your presence in this world and how you support and empower um, just every interaction that I see that you're doing and giving us a platform to talk together and really doing something that adds value. So thank you. And I'm so excited for you uh, to continue your journey through the book and get your thoughts on it. And um, yes, you can go www.thescienceofempowerment.com. It's a beautiful website. It, even if you never were to purchase the book, even if I never showed up to speak for you, even if we never did one-to-one -one coaching, there is a copious amount of information that will empower your life. But I do hope you purchase the book, that you reach out to me for speaking um, engagements, for coaching. I love transformational coaching through the science of empowerment. I get super excited. I just, I have thousands of clients all over the world and your life will change. And when you read the book, I always tell everyone to keep a journal because there's so much that gets sparked from this book when you read it and all these questions and these thoughts. And then they bring, my clients bring those thoughts into the coaching sessions and it's so empowerful and it really will shift and evolve your life quickly and lasting. And that's what I love about the formula and the book and the science of empowerment. It's, it's a forever changing agent. I absolutely agree. Now, folks, I'm going to have that as part of the video and show notes for you to get a hold of Laura, her website, her book, you'll be able to get all that. Uh, like I said, I got my copy. So I encourage you to get yours. Uh, mine's is very special. I don't know if you'll get one like that, but you'll definitely get all the nuggets and the information in included in the book, which is just outstanding. Now, thank you, Laura, for being with me, you. sharing your book, your experience. Thank your brother on our behalf for the ingenious and outstanding composition of what he created, uh, the Jekyll uh, principles and folks. If you want to get a hold of Laura, go to that information. Today's episode is sponsored by Triad Leadership Solutions and Superpass, which are powering our website and app, Southern Sweet and Sassy Coffee, and Harchester, London. If you've enjoyed this episode and learned something interesting about the topic covered today, make sure to subscribe and let us know by leaving a comment right now. And we're always looking for new ideas and guests that we can add to our show. So if you know someone or have a topic that you would like featured on the podcast or want to sponsor our show, we love to hear about it by emailing us at triadleadershipsolutions at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode where we dissect leadership from another angle. And as we like to end the show, success to you. <music>